0: Vision Christian Radio bumper stickers are a practical way to show the world how much you love vision. New stickers are available now. Choose the I Love Vision sticker or your local frequency and proudly display your affiliation with Australia's National Christian Radio Network. It's more than just a sticker, it's a statement. And might help someone you'll never meet discover vision and start looking to God daily. Whether you're parked or cruising through town, Vision Bumper Stickers will turn heads and spark conversations. Stick it, show it, and let everyone know you're tuned to Vision. Available now at vision.org.au slash stickers. Order your Vision Bumper Sticker today.
1: This podcast is made available by Vision Christian Media. Thanks to the generosity of our supporters. Your donation today means great podcasts like this remain available to help people look to God daily. Please make your donation today at vision.org.au.
0: Dr. Michael Yusuf with a few words about getting to heaven.
2: Not everyone who goes to church is going to heaven. Not everyone who goes through the religious motions will make it to heaven. Not everyone who called themselves Christian will make it to heaven. And that is why, my beloved friends, Jesus goes on to give us the most unforgettable illustration to make His point.
0: That illustration is coming right up on Leading the Way with Dr. Michael Yusuf, popular pastor, author, and international Bible teacher. Here's Dr. Yusuf continuing his challenging series, Jesus, Know Him and Live, with a look at hard decisions that come in life. Every one of us, every day,
2: are faced with decisions. Everyone. And the word decision by its own definition is cutting. Because when you make a decision, you are choosing one and then rejecting all the other options. Some of these decisions are important, very vital in our lives. Some are ordinary. Some of these decisions, life-altering or just simple preferences. But throughout our lives, we face and make decisions from dieting to healthcare, career, choice of school, all just to mention a few. But the one overarching decision in life, it has to do with your eternal destination. It has to do with our eternal destiny. Where will you spend eternity? There are only two places that you can go to, one or the other. One is filled with unspeakable joy, and the other one is filled with pain indescribable. These two distinct choices that you make in life will lead you to one or the other destination. We saw in the last message how clearly the Lord Jesus Christ says that the day and the time for decision is here and now. Because when life ends, it's over It's impossible to change destinations. In fact, C.S. Lewis once said that when the author walks into the stage, the play is over. And when God shows up at the end of time, it will be over, and then you cannot change sides. And if you are serious about your eternal destination, don't go by what some preacher said. Don't go by what a priest said. Don't go by what a philosopher said. Go by what Jesus said. For He knows the beginning from the end. He coexisted with the Father from the very beginning. He created the world. He came into our world. He told us what the Father is like, as we have been seeing in this series of messages. Know Jesus and live. Know Him and live. In fact, throughout the New Testament, you find... That Jesus tells us again and again and again about these two destinations, about those two decisions, about two options and, and two choices. Right there on the cross there were two criminals, one repents of his sins and goes to paradise with Jesus and the other one doesn't. Jesus said there are two roads. One will lead to destruction. The one you can go with all of your baggage. It has a very wide gate. But then there is another one that you can only go with Jesus. Nothing else and no one else that would lead to eternal life. And therefore, Jesus pleads with us to make the wise choice. Make the wise choice. In Luke chapter 6, Jesus emphasized the importance of making the right decision. And in verse 46... Jesus said there were two builders. Each builder made a different choice. And those two different choices brought about two different consequences. All of our choices have consequences. By nature, all people everywhere are religious. Did you know that? Everywhere. Because every one of them worships someone or something. Some worship self, that's a religion. <laughs> but there's even more. All of humanity, all of humanity, longs and believes that they're going to have a blissful place to go to when they die. They do. Let me give you some examples. In Buddhism, they conceive of it or perceive of it as nirvana. Islam defines it as a beautiful garden. Mormonism call it the eternal progression to the godhood. Hinduism uh, sets it as freedom from this endless cycle of reincarnations and union with Brahman. And even in our Western culture, people would say, I'm going to a better place because I've been a good person. Everyone conceive of something. That's because we're all created in God's own image, but there's only one truth. And currently, in our culture today, we are plunging into the abyss of so-called tolerance, which means rejecting the absolute truth of God. Uh, Today, there are so many false preachers and false teachers who would say, anyone will go to heaven if they practice their religion, whatever their religion is, sincerely. If they're sincere about their religion, they'll make it to heaven. Even 57% of so-called born-again Christians believe that God is going to let everyone in heaven. All of those who are sincerely practiced their religion without submission and without professing Jesus Christ as Savior and Lord, they say they will go to heaven. And they call that inclusivity. God is inclusive. But here's the big dilemma. Jesus said that His gospel is exclusive. Don't shoot the messenger. Not yet. Not yet. You might end up doing it, but not now. (laughs) What does that mean? It means that when Jesus said in John chapter 14 verse 6 that I am the way, the truth, and the life, and no one comes to the Father except through me, he is saying there is no other way acceptable to the Father. There is no other way you're going to make it to heaven. That's what he's saying. No amount of sincerity will make a person acceptable to God. There is no amount of effort or diligence will lead to God. The disciples of the Lord Jesus Christ not only believed and taught and preached that same message, but they died for that message. In fact, in the book of Acts, chapter 4, verse 12, they preached that with clarity. They said, there is no other name under heaven given to man by which he can be saved. Yes! But during the time of Jesus' earthly ministry, just like our time today, uh, there were lots of people who were fascinated by Jesus. There were lots of people who followed Jesus. Uh, lots of people who were mesmerized by Jesus' miracles. Uh, there were uh, lots of people who were riveted by his teaching. There were lots of people who were intrigued by his life. And yet, very few have received Him as their only Savior, as their only ticket to heaven, as their only Master and Lord of their life. Few of them. And that is why Jesus plainly said, look at Luke 6, 46, Why do you call me Lord, Lord, and do not do what I say? What does it mean? It means that obeying Jesus is non-negotiable, for a true Christian, listen, a lot of people call themselves Christians these days, and I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> he is saying that to obey Jesus is non-negotiable. If you want to really call yourself a true Christian, obedience to Jesus Christ is part and parcel of being a Christian. Listen, you can admire Jesus all you want. You can be mesmerized by Jesus all you want. You can claim to follow Jesus all you want. But unless you are willing to obey Jesus, it's all talk. (laughs) Listen to what happened at the very first church in the book of Acts, the very first Christian church. Jesus commissioned the disciples, ascends into heaven. They went about preaching. Listen to what they said in the book of Acts, chapter 6, as they were preaching the gospel for the first time. Chapter 6, verse 7. It says, a great many of the priests, you're talking about the Jewish priests now, A great many of the Jewish priests were becoming obedient to the faith. Did you get that? (laughs) They were obedient to the faith. Not just claimed to know Jesus. No, no. They were obedient to the faith. They just believed in Jesus, or they believed that He was the Messiah, believed that He was the promised one, and they moved on with their life. No! They obeyed Jesus. Beloved, this is the core of Christianity. Anything else other than this is false Christianity. Obedience to Jesus. If I'm going to receive Him as Savior, I must receive Him as Lord as well. And Lord or Master means I've got to obey Him. I can't live my life the way I want to live it in whichever way and then claim to be a Christian. In fact, the Apostle Peter in 1 Peter, and remember, he denied him three times. In 1 Peter 1-2, he said the goal of salvation is what? Obeying Jesus. Jesus himself repeatedly said, If you love me, you obey me. Why? Why? Because not everyone who goes to church is going to heaven. Not everyone who goes through the religious motions will make it to heaven. Not everyone who calls themselves Christian will make it to heaven. And that is why, my beloved friends, listen carefully. Jesus goes on to give us the most unforgettable illustration to make his point. Listen to it very carefully. There are wise builders and there are foolish builders. Wise builders are the ones who obey Christ. The foolish builders are the ones who follow their own instincts, follow their own desires, follow their own ideas. How? They both hear God's Word. Some hear it and obey. Others hear it and disobey. Some trust in the righteousness of Jesus Christ alone to get them to heaven. Others trust in their own righteousness. I'm good. I've lived a good life. God has no option but to accept me. No. No. Now, both builders are confident that their building will stand. Their life is going to make it. But one has confidence in the Lord, <laughs> and the other has confidence in themselves, in their work, in their effort. Both built the same kind of house. They're both good citizens. Maybe have gone even to the same church. they both Appear to be religious. Ah, oh, but the difference, it's astounding. The difference was of immense proportion. Listen to me. <laughs> I know that all of you who are associated with the building industry, whether you're an architect or you're a builder, you somehow in the building trade, you would know a whole lot more than I do. But you know the importance of building a solid foundation and building on a rock. You know that's important, not building on sand. One of the most profound experiences in my life that illustrate this to me was the building of that parking deck in the back there. I doubt whether any of you, when you parked your car this morning, you shut the door and you wondered, is that parking deck safe? (laughs) Why? Well, you trusted that that the builders, when they build it, they build it well. I remember when they were digging for these huge, humongous columns. I don't know how how big they were, but big columns. And they would dig and sometimes you look at a hole and it's only 8 feet and you walk over there and and there's a hole that's about 25 feet. (laughs) What made the difference? Why didn't dig them all same level? Decide that we're going to dig for 10 feet or 12 feet or whatever and, and stop. No. In each case, they had to keep on digging until they found rock. As soon as they hit the rock, once they saw the rock, they stopped digging. Sometimes it's 25 feet, sometimes it's 8 or 10 feet. It made no difference for them. And beloved, listen to me. There are so many people who are running around uh, trying to fill their lives with all kinds of things and all kinds of people and they keep running and they keep running and they keep running but until they hit the rock, the Lord Jesus Christ, they never know what satisfaction is. I promise you. As it always happened, there are some people hit the rock at early age and they found their faith in Jesus. Some people in the middle of their life. Other people toward the end of their life. That's part of the sovereignty of God. That's not something for me to explain. (laughs) It made no difference. They keep on digging until they find the rock. And once they find the rock, they built their life. As Jesus is saying, in the spiritual realm, the wise builder, he made sure that the foundation was not laid until this rock. Jesus. But the foolish builder, he was careless. He really didn't think much about it. Any old piece of land will do. Any old lot will do. Marsh, sand, rocks, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but Jesus said, no. Uh, two builders. Two builders. They built two houses. Each of that referred to the life And from the outside, the difference is not very obvious. Both heard the preaching of the message, and they both heard the gospel. One acted in faith and by faith and obeyed Jesus, and the other kept on living his or her life their own way, as they always did. One built using divine specifications, and the other using his own or her own specification. That is why it is of vital importance to build your life and your salvation on the rock, the Lord Jesus Christ. No one else will do. No one else will do. Now, the word rock or petra here, it doesn't mean just a a stone or, or even a boulder. It means an expansive rock. Expansive rock. It is solid. It is stable. It is unmovable. The sand, on the other hand, is loose, is uh, unstable, easily shifted. False preachers and teachers are forever selling you cheap <laughs> lots of land on the sand. And they have no spiritual or moral substance or stability. They sell you. Shifting sands of openness, tolerance, speculations, standards that you just make up as you go. Now, there are so many people who are professional listeners. They go from this one to this one to this one just listening, and then they kind of hear the stuff, and, and it's all good and bad, and they mix it all together. It doesn't matter. One is good as the other. (laughs) <laughs> Buffy Christianity, smorgasbord Christianity. But these professional listeners don't allow anything to penetrate deep into their hearts. In fact, back hundreds of years before Christ, during the day of the prophet Ezekiel, in Ezekiel thirty-three thirty-one, God said to Ezekiel, you know all these professional listeners who are coming there and listening to you, Their heart is so far away from me. What about you? Only you know. Have you been a professional listener who have yet to commit your life to Jesus Christ, the rock, and obey Him as your Lord and receive Him as your Savior? Please be forewarned. Be forewarned. A life that is built on the rock, Jesus, is a life that seeks to empty itself of pride and self-righteousness. Yes. A life that is built upon the sand is composed of human opinions and human ideas and popular thoughts and society's approval. For those foolish people, the world might be <laughs> applauding them. Ah, He's open-minded. She's open-minded. Isn't that great? They're not one of those people who say Jesus is the only way. (laughs) Isn't that great? They're not one of those people who preach sin and repentance of sin and forgiveness of sins. They just let me live the way I live and don't challenge me at all. You see, the foolish builder likes the easy way out. The superficial way out like self-satisfying instead of God-satisfying. They're like self-pleasing instead of God-pleasing. For make no mistake about it, the rain and the wind, Jesus said, came. And the rain and the wind is coming. The storm is brewing on the horizon. The day of judgment is on its way. And so the question is, will your life stand? Will your life stand on that great day? Because if you built your life on obedience to Christ, you will stand. But if it's built on anything else, it will collapse. Jesus said, its destruction was great. Another translation said, its destruction was complete. On that day, your denominational affiliation will not help you. Your family connections will not help you. Your admiring of Jesus or following Him from afar will not help you. Only your life of obedience built upon the rock, the Lord Jesus Christ, will make
0: you stand. This is Leading the Way with Dr. Michael Yusuf. Perhaps as you listen today, questions came to mind about your faith. If you'd like to begin a conversation about faith-related items confidentially, may we encourage you to visit ltw.org Jesus. Fill out a short form and you can speak candidly and confidentially with one of our compassionate team members through email or on the phone. It's your choice. Again, ltw.org Jesus.
1: I was attracted to Christianity on my own for a long time. When it came to my Islamic faith, I felt that I was walking in the wrong direction. When I was in middle school, I had a friend who brought me a Bible. I lent it from her so I could keep reading it. Even though I didn't understand the whole gospel, I pressed on, reading it over and over again. This went on for years until I discovered the Kingdom Sad channel. They have a wonderful field team who kept calling me to check on my spiritual life. They introduced me to a church, and I decided to leave Islam behind. Upon learning this, my husband took to the street. He shouted and said, she has become a Christian. It is lawful to spill her blood. Whoever wants to kill her, let them do so. I went to the street and shouted, yes, I have become a Christian. Whoever wants to kill me, let them come. I am ready. I am now part of many Christian groups online. I visit the Kingdom SAT's website daily and download songs and anything else they share. The Kingdom SAT helps many people on the ground who have no idea how to find Christ. Their support helps those people tremendously. Dr. Michael Youssef, I want to thank you so much for all the effort that you have made to help us. God bless you and may the Kingdom SAT become the best channel in the whole world. world.
0: Now, many of you know that Dr. Yusuf is the founding pastor of the Church of the Apostles in Atlanta, a church with a mission and passion to reach the lost and equip the saints for the work of ministry through the use of the latest media tools both at home and around the world. Due to that mission and passion, Leading the Way was born and now is seen and heard across six continents in 26 languages and growing. People engage with Leading the Way radio through stations like this one in the US, the UK and of course Australia. A weekly TV program is seen globally through several networks, as well as Leading the Way's own satellite channel, The Kingdom Sat. And field team members spread the gospel through active evangelism, discipling Christians to reach their part of the world with the gospel. We'd encourage you to learn more about Leading the Way as Dr. Yusuf continues to be obedient to the Great Commission. Here's how. one 300 That's one 300 And online at ltw.org. Ltw.org. This program is furnished by Leading the Way with Dr. Michael Youssef, passionately proclaiming uncompromising truth around the world.